Chapter fifty seven of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avastes. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One, by Niccolo Machiavelli, translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter fifty seven that the people are strong collectively but individually weak after the ruin brought on their country by the invasion of the gauls many of the romans went to dwell in vi in opposition to the edicts and commands of the senate who to correct this mischief publicly ordained that within a time fixed and under penalties stated all should return to live in rome the persons against whom these proclamations were directed at first derided them but when the time came for them to be obeyed all obeyed them and titus livius observed that although bold enough collectively each separately fearing to be punished made his submission and indeed the temper of the multitude in such cases cannot be better described than in this passage for often a people will be open-mouthed in condemning the decrees of their prince but afterwards when they have to look punishment in the face putting no trust in one another they hasten to comply Wherefore, if you be in a position to keep the people well disposed towards you when they are already so, or to prevent them injuring you in case they be ill-disposed, it is clearly of little moment whether the feelings with which they profess to regard you be favorable or no. This applies to all unfriendliness on the part of a people, whencesoever it proceed, excepting only the resentment felt by them being deprived either of liberty or of a prince whom they love and who still survives for the hostile temper produced by these two cases is more to be feared than any beside and demand measures of extreme severity to correct it the other untoward humours of the multitude should there be no powerful chief to foster them are easily dealt with because while on one hand there is nothing more terrible than an uncontrolled and headless mob on the other there is nothing feebler for though it be furnished with arms it is easily subdued if you have some place of strength wherein to shelter from its first onset for when its first fury has somewhat abated and each man sees he has to return to his own house all begin to lose heart and to take thought of how to ensure their personal safety whether by flight or by submission for which reasons the multitude stirred in this way if it would avoid dangers such as i speak of must at once appoint a head from among its own numbers who may control it keep it united and provide for its defence as did the commons of rome when after the death of virginia they quitted the city and for their protection created twenty tribunes from among themselves unless this be done what titus livius has observed in passage cited will always prove true namely that a multitude is strong while it holds together but so soon as each of those who compose it begins to think of his own private danger it becomes weak and contemptible. End of chapter 57